There's a drive in Kelly for like serious self-worth. Get curious about sex. I'm not only going to woo my partner, but I'm going to woo myself. And then meditate. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a monk. You're not always in control. And it was like pride, not have periods, not have emotions. I'm going to need to feel everything. I found in those shattered pieces my truth. We're just piling more shame and judgment on top of the original problem. You're sick. Your body's revolting against you. Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. These are things that can be simmering on you that you don't know. And they're the trigger for your problem. Making the connection between your mind and your body, your emotional needs. That is how we heal. You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. And we're back. And uh, let me tell you something. We're feeling all the things still again. (laughs) Doesn't end. Here is the thing. I woke up this morning after an amazing day yesterday with the boys out in nature and we had so much fun. We hiked about six and a half miles. Connor took me out looking for spots to find turkeys and the dogs just had a field day and we were exhausted but had the best time. And so it was a beautiful day in nature. I didn't see one other human. So still in quarantine and it was exactly what I needed and had a great dinner. Connor made us pizza. I slept separately from him last night. Dutch and I slept upstairs just to create some space, which was really beautiful and had a great morning. We cleaned up the yard and then all of a sudden I just felt so much anxiety. And I was like, where is this coming from? And we took the dogs on a walk and I, I got back to the house and I just looked at him. I was like, can you please watch Remy? I have to go upstairs. And I cried for about half an hour. Then I started journaling and I asked like, where is this coming from? Where am I feeling anxiety? And there definitely some of it was my own and feeling like I needed to be doing something and that I'm not being productive enough. And that my morning of cleaning the yard and making breakfast, playing with the dogs and just having a beautiful time wasn't enough because I wasn't achieving something. And then I started realizing that the other part of it is the collective energy that I have been feeling. And so many people have been talking about separating our own stuff from what is happening around us. And I'm not always the best at that. I'm very much an empath. I'm very sensitive to energy. And so I will always take people's stuff on. And in this current state that can become almost dangerous in a way for people like me. And so I really had to get clear with, okay, what's mine and what's on the news, what's in the neighborhood, what is happening around me because I'm okay. Things are good. We're safe. We have food. We have roof over our heads. We're showing up for our clients. We're creating amazing content for people. And though the world looks different, I'm okay. And so creating boundaries is so important. And we've been talking about that quite a bit through the Soul Fire online 
retreat series with each person I've talked to, we've talked about why boundaries are so important. And no matter what it is, whether it's your partner or when it comes to food or going to the grocery store or dealing with other people's energy, creating space between you, your experience, your emotions and other people's. And I think I talked a little bit about this in the last show, but I want to take you all through my practice of creating boundaries for myself energetically. And part of that is creating space and taking time away from other people. So like I said, sleeping in a separate bed, not always being in Connor's energy and vice versa, but also emotionally and visually going through a practice where you can set yourself up to not be taking on everyone else's stuff and also not be giving yourself away. So wherever you are right now, usually I would say, don't do this in your car, but none of us are driving. So at your house, wherever you are sitting outside on your walk, just close your eyes And I want you to envision your feet rooting into the ground and into the earth. And these roots that you create from your feet into the earth continue to expand and grow. And they fill up the area around you. They fill up your home. And then it fills out into the community and it fills your city and it fills your state and it roots deeper and deeper into the earth. Down and down and out and out and past land and water wrapping around the world. So you firmly are rooted into the earth. And then you feel those roots moving up in through your body, all the way back up your spine, the back of your neck, through the top of your head, turning into a golden light, a cord taken up into the universe connecting you into the spiritual realm, being held divinely by angels, by your spirit squad, by your higher self. And this golden beam of light and this cord up through the top of your head, down through your body, down into the earth. So now you're held at your feet and you're held at your head, unwavering and stable. And once you feel rooted here, I want you to see a color that supports you, whatever your body needs right now. And then I want you to envision creating shells around your body that start 
at the top of your head and go around you, encapsulating you down into the ground where you're rooted. And you can put as many shells around your body as you want. And these shells are the color that you just chose. Now take a breath. And place these shells around your body. And the way I like to think about it is they start at the top of my head and I use my hands and I create them around me. And I count as many times as I need to until I feel fully covered and protected by these shells. So this is how I would do it in my head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Now I'm fully protected and held and safe in my space. And my energy won't be penetrated and I won't give all of myself away and I won't take on all of the energy of the world, but I will fill up my space Fill up my cup and be so grounded and rooted and held that I am then able to give to others. And this practice is so important for me and has helped me so much. And I hope that in doing this, which takes just seconds, once you do it a few times, you're able to walk yourself through this practice. Once you do that, you feel so protected and you have very clear boundaries about how you're going to walk out into the world, how you're going to interact in your home. There is so much darkness and fear and a scarcity mindset right now. And I understand what's happening but that doesn't mean that you need to feed into these fears and these emotions. So often people will share their fears, share their darkness, share things that don't serve us so that they can have someone else to experience that with. And my offer for you is to not step into that energy. You don't have to. You're not obligated to. Your only role and job is to take care of yourself. And by feeding into someone else's fears and anxiety and stress doesn't support you. You don't need to go there. And that is what boundaries are for. Whining, complaining, anger, all these emotions that are, I understand we go through this myriad of emotions at this time and, and really with anything we go through, but to perpetuate those things 
and then to bring other people to rally them into your shit. What good does that do anybody? It's okay to speak honestly about how you're feeling. I'm scared. I lost my job. I'm scared. I'm not able to see a family member who is ill. I'm scared. I don't know how long this is going to go on. I'm nervous because there's so many unknowns and I'm not really sure what step to take. All fair things, all things that most of us have felt at one point or another during this and in many other parts of our lives, but we don't need to bring other people down so that we feel better. Shared experience doesn't need to look like I'm so fucking pissed and angry at everyone And I am angry and sad and wallowing. So I'm going to bring everyone down with me so that it's not just me feeling like this right now. We can be lights for each other. We can hold space for one another and listen to those fears and anxiety, but not dive into it. And by me holding space and being light and showing up in that way, it helps pull you out of the spiral that so many of us get caught up in. And if you are in that spiral, and I felt a little bit of that this morning in my own anxiety, I urge you to take some time to yourself. I cried. I listened to my music. I held Dutch. I journaled and I let it go. Then I came down in a very different headspace. So I didn't put that on Connor. I didn't ask him to come into this chaos with me. And I cleared my own space. It can also look like asking someone you're around or calling a friend and asking them to give you a hug and a kiss on the forehead and just hold you or to just Hold space while you talk through some of your nerves. Going to someone who is in a better headspace than you are and asking them to hear you out so that you can work through those fears and find your truth, find your answer, not your chaos, is a beautiful way to communicate and to connect. I was talking to my girlfriend, Laura Holloway, the other day. We did an Instagram live. It was really great. And she's, she's, I've talked about her a few times on the show. She's one of my dearest friends to begin with, but she's been such a mentor for me in this spiritual space and just personal development and growth and just holding space for me. When I am in spiral and chaotic, she's often the person that I call. And as we are in this space of going inward and really being mirrored, in a lot of ways, triggered and then shown so many things that are coming up for us. I asked her about how we can go through this process and she kept saying, ask better questions. You know, when we talk about asking yourself, why, why am I being triggered? Why is this coming up for me right now? Why am I feeling anxious or defensive or angry and then playing the why game until you get to the root of what's the core issue. And I love what she said. She said, ask better questions. 
I think so often we think that we're asking ourselves really great questions, but we're just tapping the surface or we're not willing to go deeper. So we don't, we don't fully want to get into it. If you have been playing this game with yourself or you are being curious and you don't feel like you're getting where you want to go, ask yourself better questions, go deeper, be more thoughtful about it. Be willing to see what's on the other side of that question. That is how we penetrate through that boundary and that wall we have in front of us to actually get to what's going on. And at a time where we are in a constant state of triggers and we're really being asked to reevaluate ourselves, our belief systems, how we show up in the world, this is a restructuring. This is a complete meltdown, breakdown Phoenix rising from the ashes situation. And in order to rise out of the breakdown, we have to ask ourselves better questions. We get to, this is such an opportunity for all of us to look inward, to go within, to get rid of the noise and say, what's happening here in my internal space, my internal dialogue on a daily basis, what's going on and why? If we don't ask ourselves better questions, we don't get the why. And then this was a waste. So many of us feel so restricted. Of course, we're being told we're not allowed to do anything. I'm going to whine about it because I can't go outside and I can't go have drinks with my friends. I can't go to the gym. I know this sucks. I'm fully with you. But let's take a second to reframe because this isn't ending tomorrow. We're going to be in this situation for a hot minute. So let's reframe. Much like I do, I'm sure you hear me correct myself. Language is so important. Saying I have to do this I get to do this. I have to take out the trash. I have to walk the dogs. I have to clean the house. I have to work on this project. I have to, have to, have to. Well, shit, even before the government told us we couldn't leave our houses, we were restricting ourselves. We were enforcing things upon ourselves, obligations and things that made it sound like it was awful. I feel very grateful to have to walk my dogs. (laughs) What is it that you feel grateful for now that you're getting to do that you convinced yourself before I have to do this and it's a chore. I feel extremely grateful that I get to clean my house and clean up all the poop in my backyard with my boyfriend and my two dogs who make a mess because I am in my home a lot right now and what a beautiful space it is that I get to take care of. I get to walk upstairs and journal and cry and draw and hold my dog. I get to slow down. I get to not be in a constant state of doing We don't like to be told what to do. 
as people, as humans in general. I get that. I don't like it either. I want to be the one telling everyone what to do. Bossy little Kelly over here. And right now, we actually have an opportunity to make choices. Yet, for some reason, we have collectively decided we have no abilities. We can't make any decisions for ourselves. We are just at the mercy of a government who doesn't understand. Okay. You keep acting like that and let me know how this is going for you in a month. I don't care which political party you're a part of. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you have a job or not. I don't care if you are exhausted, have energy, where you live, any of it. We have a choice for how we show up in the world and the choices we make every day. Every day, in every moment, you are in choice. You are choosing to listen to me ramble on for however long the show is going to go on. For some reason, you chose to get out of bed this morning. You chose to interact with somebody some way. You chose to eat breakfast or not. You chose to watch the news or not. You chose to respond to a text message or not. You chose to move your body or not. You chose to shower or not. I didn't hear the government tell us that we can't eat or shower or put on clothes or call our friends or take our dogs for walks. But we've decided that they said stay at home. And that means, well, I'm in full fucking chaos and I've, I've lost it all. Lost it all. This is not going to last forever. When is the next time you are going to be forced to be in your home with yourself to where you can have the time to self-reflect, reevaluate your life and how you show up and what you're doing, what you are choosing to do every day? I sure as hell am taking a real hard look at myself and what I do how I run my company, how I interact with my partner, how I treat other people, how I fill my day. Like, what do I want to do all day? There are so many people online right now and all they do is whine and complain. And they want you to jump on their bandwagon because it makes them feel better. And I'm not here to inspire you. I'm not here to be like this beacon of light. I'm not here to tell you that this doesn't suck or to change your mind or to be your guru. We all know that I'm against all of that. All I'm doing is saying there's another way. And I get into states of anxiety and fear, just like you, we're all human. But what do you choose to do in those moments? How do you reroute? reroute. Shit was not working around the world in so many ways. And maybe that looks like the things in your life too. How are you going to reroute? There is a fork in the road. We'll call it the coronavirus fork. You can go left and throw a pity party and be angry and feel like you're being forced to do a bunch of shit or you can go right 
and you can make a different choice for yourself and you can choose yourself and show up for you and have different options for what you want to do, how you want to treat yourself, how you can look inward, do work and allow flow and show up to see the lessons you're meant to see right now. The coronavirus fork gives you options, left or right. What do you want? If you're someone who has has not asked yourself, what do I want in a hot minute? Well, let me tell you something, now's the time to do it. Because 15 days are up, and this is still going on. And whenever this is over, if you're in the same spot you were when this began, you didn't choose yourself. You actually chose the noise and you fought yourself. You didn't allow and there wasn't flow. And you didn't look in the mirror, which is what this opportunity is, and ask yourself harder, better questions. When did we stop trusting? Those of you who listen to this show are on some spectrum of spirituality, or at least I assume because that's what I talk about. If not, that's okay too. I don't really care. You're here and I love you. Before all this happened, we've talked about trust. Surrendering, letting go of control. And now I'm not judging you because I've been doing the same thing too. This is, this is a personal awareness I would like to share. We talked about trust and the importance of surrendering to what's meant to be, to the lessons we're meant to see, to allowing flow in our lives, to not micromanaging and controlling every experience of ourselves and other people. And then a pandemic happens and we stop trusting. We stop trusting the universe and God to show up for us. We stop trusting ourselves and we stop trusting everyone around us. So we hoard, we act like complete assholes, we lose all patience, we whine and complain about all the things that we have nothing to do with for the most part. And we say, I have no control. I give up. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like we're reverting a little bit, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But what a beautiful lesson that we are receiving right now, my friends. If you found yourself in this place, like I have many times, where you have lost trust in yourself, in the universe, and the people around you, let's be real honest right now. Why? I thought I had worked through so much of the control and just letting go and allowing flow. And then things got real crazy really quickly and I reverted back to old habits and patterns. That's normal. What I'm asking of you now is to sit in self-awareness and truth about how you have been responding to this 
and choose what's best for you. If we continue on this path, we are going to get chaos and distrust in our lives everywhere. We all know this shit manifests in all the ways. If you see dishonesty, distrust, and obstacles, and life being very hard, that's what's going to be everywhere around you all the time. That's all you're going to be able to see. If you can get a little perspective, trust yourself that you know what to do for you, not what to do for everyone else, not how to fix the government, not how to make the pandemic go away, not how to get masks to all the people and do all the things because we can't do all this stuff. It's just not possible. Trust yourself that you know what to give your body and your space at this moment. The more we trust ourselves in this to persevere, to overcome, to thrive, to allow, the more that will happen. And the more you create that in your own space, the more you give that energy, that beautiful flow to other people. It's the same thing when we're not in a pandemic crisis. But it takes a little more awareness and thoughtfulness around the choices you make for yourself on a daily basis when things do feel chaotic around you, everywhere you turn. You are right where you need to be. I wrote that in my journal this morning when I asked, what do I need to know right now? What do I need to hear? And I closed my eyes and I heard you are right where you need to be. Keep asking questions. Keep showing up. Keep being love. Keep allowing. Keep playing. You are right where you need to be. Trust. This will all work itself out. Bad things are happening, yes. But do we need to feed into that energy? You, right there, wherever you are right now, listening to me talk, you are right where you need to be. You are right in the middle of the lesson that you are meant to see. You are right in the middle of the conversation or the conflict that you need to be in. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. You can trust others. Trust the universe. But it all begins and comes back to trusting ourselves and showing up for us. That is all you have to and get to do right now. I love you guys. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash Kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, 
If you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.